Hi, everybody. This is Alan Fine. I'm here with Trisha Wolf, the vice president of field sales for the U.S. for Oceana. We are on the marina, uh, and we are having a, a, a cruise in the northern Baltic. And so we're going to talk about this ship. We're going to talk about the upcoming ships and the unbelievable culinary here on Insider Travel Report. So let, let's frame this whole thing so that for the travel advisors who uh, heard of Oceana and are not booking it, and we, they're, they're new to Oceana, mm-hmm. let's give them the big picture. How many ships? So Oceana Cruises is, uh, um, consists of six cruise ships right now in 2022. We have the four R-Class ships, mm-hmm. uh, Regatta, Insignia, Nautica, and Sirena. And then we also have the O-Class vessels, the one that we're on right now, Marina and Riviera sister ship and then we have a seventh cruise ship coming on board um, or coming into the seas in um, April of 2023. So it's April I didn't realize that and then its sister ship was in 25 you're already working on. That's correct so we're in a period of growth we're excited we so as as a new to Oceana uh, there's so much opportunity to get in in the ground floor of these two new vessels that that we've started to sell, and it's such an amazing. The Laura class is such an amazing. Um, it's going to be a wonderful product. So, so um, the differences between the uh, Vista and the marina are they known to you now is it something you can talk about absolutely there's a few things that we can talk about we want to keep some things uh secret quiet we'll see what i end up saying (laughs) but there's you know the the thing about oceana cruises is the brand across the fleet is very similar so what we wanted to to do even when we were building marina and riviera is that we wanted our past guests who have been traveling with us to understand that Yes, the, the, the food is in a certain spot. The fun, um, you know, the marina lounge is in another area, and they're all virtually on the same decks and the same areas of the ship. So we're doing that the same yeah. with our Vista, the lure class coming on. Um, but again, we'll have some differences. We'll have our Aquamar, um, Aquamar Spa Cuisine. We'll have Ember as a new restaurant. Uh, we'll have solo staterooms. Uh, you know, we have French balcony uh, rooms. So we have a lot of uh, differences, but still very similar throughout. Well, I mean, you, you, you've got a product that, that works, so you don't, you don't want to change the things that do. I mean, we really don't. Uh, when it comes to the service on board, when it comes to the cuisine, which we are going to talk about cuisine, and yeah, yeah. it is the it's the, the hallmark of Oceana. It's been like that from the very beginning, and what I really have enjoyed on this uh, cruise is that we, we continuously see the evolution of the, the culinary side of it. And I said let's talk about the big picture, and I really didn't go big enough. Let's go bigger. You're a part of a larger family. We are part of a larger family. So it's Oceana Cruises and then our sister company, uh, Region 7 Seas and Norwegian Cruise Line. So between the three of us, uh, we represent different um, areas in the market. Uh, we work very well together. There's always little competition here and there, but it, it's healthy. it work, uh, anything, t- competition is healthy if you make it healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yes, we're part of a bigger uh, cruise line partner, NCLH, and uh, again, proud to be part of the, the brand. So now, how you fall into this is that, and you you weren't always, but I even heard today that you tried to become upscale premium. And so what exactly does that mean? And then I want to talk about the fact that it feels very luxury. 
So Oceana is an upper premium cruise line. So for those of you that have never sold Oceana, think about us as upper premium. We're right in that sweet sweet spot between premium and luxury. And a lot of um, your travel partners, your travel advisors out there will may tell you, well, the Oceana's luxury. But we're really not. We'd, we'd rather stay in that sweet spot of upper premium because think about it. We can, if we exceed a premium cruiser's expectations, that's half the battle. And when a guest is coming on board for the first time and not having to stand in line and knowing that it's a max of 1,250 guests um, and that there's you know, plenty of different dining options, those are the things where we will exceed their expectations. Well, that's an interesting question because you know in sa- your sales, that's what you do, uh, you're always trying to exceed expectations. So if, if you actually sell it as a luxury cruise line, you'll meet expectations, but exactly. it's a risky business. Right. They really should sell you as you are and then be surprised. Absolutely. And Alan, when you think about it as a, as a luxury guest, so we all know everyone has luxury guests as well. We can compete and we will compete, which is great because you take that client that sailed on the luxury cruise lines and um, have them occupy a suite, a penthouse suite. So you have your butler. They're taking care of you. They're able to make your reservations for you. Um, and they're learning everything about you in that 10, 12-day time frame to where they know that you like your coffee with, you know, cane sugar instead of white sugar. Little things like that. And that's what they're delivering. So upscale, but that's luxury. And let's give them, a, like, what are some of the other things that you feel are little touches that are luxurious? Little touches are the destinations. Some of the destinations that we travel to, and we will see a lot of our luxury cruisers choose Oceana because they don't have to give up the finer things, um, the beverages um, that, that they're used to, the type of shore excursions, the type of service, the type of cuisine. And then, oh, you also receive some amazing destinations where we dock in most of the ports of call as opposed to anger and then tender in. And we haven't even talked about the little touches on board. Alan, we talked about earlier today, we talked about uh, just the the wine in each of the different restaurants. I I, I was wondering, because I don't buy bottles of wine, and then suddenly I was offered a bottle of wine and I was told what? Well, if you'd like to have that bottle of wine and you do not finish it, it'll follow you each evening so that if you, you know, you don't have to feel bad about leaving a bottle of wine or not finishing a bottle of wine. It'll follow with you to the next restaurant that you're dining in the next evening. No, and that's great because if you, if you don't have a drinks package and you're buying your bottles, there's no waste. There's no waste. And again, I, I experienced this a few days ago. We were purchasing a bottle of wine and... I thought, well, okay, we're, between the, the group that we're with, a table of six, we knew we'd finish one, but we didn't know if we'd finish a second one. We did, though, but, but you know, if we weren't sure, then they're able to cork it, and, and it, it follows you. And it's just, it's the little touches. When uh, you're in Toscana, and they roll over. We are in Toscana. That we are in Toscana, which is a beautiful, beautiful setting. But when they roll over the olive oil and balsamic vinegar um, um, cart, you know, and and again, talking about the different type of aged balsamic vinegars, that is, that's a nice touch when you're in red ginger. And um, they present you with uh, the different types of chopsticks or the infused teas. You know, those are the little touches that, again, allow us to be in that luxury segment but again being up a premium because alan we have a lot of guests that um you know we're not an all-inclusive product right. so because we're not all-inclusive 
we are not a all-inclusive luxury cruise line. We'll leave that to our sister company, mm -hmm. Regent, and that's fine. Um, but there are a lot of guests that don't drink. There are a lot of guests that uh, like to do their own tour excursions. And so that's where you have our tagline, your world, your way. Also, um, if, if you don't drink or if you're just a moderate drinker, uh, what happens with this cocktail hour they should be aware of? We do have cocktail hour. We have our two for one. Oceana is known for that two for one saying. And um, we offer, you know, different cocktails um, available in any of the different restaurants or uh, of the different bars. Um, and we have amazing wine list. So even yes, the do. wine list in all the different restaurants is very extensive. So if you, as a moderate drinker, if you just want one glass of wine, you can you can enjoy that as well. But, but I was referring also to the fact that you host a cocktail hour. Yes, we do have um, a cocktail hour during our welcome reception and our farewell reception um, and, and different evenings throughout, depending on where the ship is at and, and, and what's going on. And so then, of course, you're able to experience the different types of, of drinks that we have. We have the Oceana O Martini that's available. So plenty of options. And my needs are simple. I, a bathrobe and slippers is always nice. Uh, a public bathroom with cloth towels is nice. Uh, I don't. I don't need a whole lot, but um, and of course the service. Absolutely. And when you say your needs are what what your needs are, bulgari amenities in oh, your yes, stateroom. Yes, yes, yes. I you know I I think okay I don't really need it, but I will tell you it is sure nice to have the little details the the bathrobe in your in your suite or stateroom. Uh, you know, I'll tell you another little detail. In your penthouse suites and, and, and larger suites, there's a pashmina. There's like a little little wrap for the ladies. If you don't have something to wear that evening or you need something, then there's a specific pashmina there for you to take with you in the evening, which I think is a nice little touch to have. Let's now lean into uh, Vista because you're, you are giving us a little foreshadowing as to what we're going to eat and drink. So let's start with uh, uh, the baked, baked good. goods. So, Alan, there's so much to offer. And as I told you before, we are constantly evolving the the cuisine component of Oceana. So with Vista, and Vista, we have not had an inaugural in 10 years. So our last Aww. ship was inaugurated in 2012. And so this is really exciting for us. So this is a really great opportunity for us to 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 move into another category to continuously evolve that and and the baked goods. So what we're doing on Vista is we have um, a bakery. We have our baristas cafe with some amazing cappuccinos and and lattes and my favorite la crema which is a frozen um, drink. Um, Ely Coffee makes it, but it's wonderful. But then in addition to that, it's always nice to have, you know, a, a Nutella beignet, beignet or, um, you know, a, a chocolate croissant. Uh, there's plenty of, uh, I don't want to give them all away, right, right. but there's plenty of baked goods that now we're, because we have a bakery on board, the Vista. So that's one component of, of the cuisine. As you wake up in the morning and you have your, your cappuccino or your coffee, you're able to enjoy the baked goods as well. Right. Now, yesterday we had a showcase of all the new cocktails that have been invented and, and designed. And let's talk a little bit about that, please. So when you think about, you know, you're going out on a night, a night, you know, anywhere where you live, 
there's lots of excitement around the different types of cocktails out there. And Oceana wants to make sure that we're right there with you all. So uh, we were, we, we had a mixologist on board and she was able to showcase a lot of the different cocktails on board. Uh, I think she calls it a bubbly bar, which uh, truly good. is that. Yeah. Uh, it's a, um, it's a flavor, it's a flavor, dr flavor drink infused with a particular type of flavor and it's a bubble you'll see it it's a wonderful uh it's it's a fun cocktail yes, yes. now it was bourbon and bourbon's not something i would drink but then there's so many yeah, other options know, i was told that as long as there's no ice along the top and it was a flat surface you could bubble anything you can bubble anything yeah. and um you know and you can smoke anything you can smoke anything we we saw the smoker yeah. um the smoker compartment compartment yeah, as well and that worked out really yeah, great uh, we also have something that's new and different is our uh, zero proof cocktails so in many cases I mentioned earlier some of our guests um, you know don't don't drink um, and many of them do moderately or, or not but we have an opportunity for zero proof cocktails and uh, I tried the Aperol which was wonderful so let me explain this is they went out and they found I think it's like a dozen. Uh, uh, they they were able to get the flavor of about a dozen famous liqueurs to be non-alcoholic, and so this is the first I've heard of it on a cruise ship. Mm -hmm. There's an amaretto uh, cocktail that I did not taste it, but a friend of mine did, and she said, "Oh wow, this is this tastes exactly like." an amaretto. So again, it'll, it's something fun to try uh, as you're sailing on board Vista, but those are some of the new and different things that we're doing with our cocktails. Now let's get to some food because we had a lunch today that I'm still like a... a <laughs> Oh my goodness. It was a wonderful tasting menu of some of the items that we're really excited about and we're going to showcase on the, the Vista. And I think I might have to throw it back to you. Well, no. So I'll, okay. I'll talk about, well, uh, I just thought it was interesting to have a beef Wellington, but lobster Wellington. So you had a lobster in the middle of the puff pastries, pastry and the pastry was great. Uh, what else? What did you like? So there was prime rib. Uh, we also had a, a beautiful risotto that had some pumpkin seeds on top, and it was, it was the best tasting risotto I've had in a very long time. Could have been the last time I was on board Oceana, but <laughs> uh, we also had um, some pastries, some puff pastries that were were decadent. The the dessert was a fudge brownie, and then on top of that, so dessert's my favorite, <laughs> and I always say if it doesn't have chocolate then it's not worth having. That's just me personally. Uh, yeah, okay. So this was a chocolate brownie, yeah. <laughs> had ice cream on top, and then it was covered with yeah. with walnuts yeah. and, and pecans and caramel and chocolate sauce. And it was just, it wasn't over the top either, which, you know, no. it was it was very nice. It was very well thought out. And it, yes, I was, I was um, full, but it was very nice presentation. And I think that's something also to look at is everything that we received today and even throughout the ship and all the different restaurants, the presentation is exciting and um, very It made well me forget out. to take pictures sometimes. <laughs> I know, we did. We had to remind you to take some pictures. <laughs> so very enjoyable. Um, even the, the wines served were uh, paired beautifully with what we had. Now, pushing innovation, uh, the executive chef said, um, and then I have this at the end. I'm not sure where I'm going to use it. And they were, they were custom-made marshmallows. They were, they were, it was um, 
strawberry and passion fruit infused, sweet and tart and and chewy and wonderful. And he better find a place to put it, either by waves with ice cream or uh, maybe part of the turndown service. Okay, so uh, we talked a little bit about, at the, uh, we had a little conference and talked a little about your outreach during COVID with travel advisors. I mean, we, after all, we're talking to our travel advisors. And uh, so if you want to talk for a moment about that and also about the new uh, uh, Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings uh, new view on COVID and, and, and what the policies are. Policies are. So there's a lot. Uh, you know, I will tell you, I will tell everyone listening that we did not stop during COVID. And, and, and what I mean by that, because I know many of you didn't stop either. Mm-hmm. Even if you're new, whatever you were doing, you didn't stop. Uh, I think that's a, a good consensus. But we did not stop marketing. We did not stop advertising. We stayed in contact with uh, our travel partners, our travel advisors. Uh, we made sure that the consumer community through the travel advisor community knew about Oceana and that we're here. So we constantly kept thinking forward, uh, even to the point that in May of this past year, we launched the full 2024 collection of itineraries. Mm-hmm. So we've never done that before, mm-hmm. but we wanted to get ahead of the curve because again, mm-hmm. we're constantly looking forward to think, okay, what's next? What's next? And when it comes to to COVID, I'm so glad we don't have to talk about that as much anymore. But we kept moving forward. And, you know, the the policies changed uh, for our travel advisors, for our consumer community. They changed constantly. What exactly are the policy changes? Yes. So, Alan, the policy changes are that uh, if you are not vaccinated, you can travel on Oceana now. That that was not the case before, but now you can. But you do have to present a negative uh, PCR or antigen test. Um, So PCR, you'd have to present uh, 72 uh, within 72 hours of boarding the ship. And then antigen is 48 hours. Um, And that's for ages 12 and older. Um, ages 11 and under, there's no policy for for those. Although I will tell you, we do not have a lot of children on board Oceana. Um, and so, you know, it's really made it nice because I think there's been a lot of guests that have been waiting for this um, to, no, no, to have the changes come through. But as you said that about the children, uh, let's talk about what's the target oil. The target audience for this product. Sure. So the target audience is uh, average age of an Oceana guest is around, uh, well, it's 55 plus uh, is is what we tend to look at. Average age is probably 65. Um, And, you know, again, what we've looked at with our guests is we're constantly analyzing it. We're constantly looking to see who is that guest? What are their needs? What do they like? What do they like when they travel? And we've been, our demographics have not really changed throughout, but the psychographic component of it has right, changed, right. right? So a 65 year old um, 20 years ago is different than a 65 year old today. Still a 65 year old, but they have different needs. They have, uh, you know, when they're traveling, a guest is looking for some component of safety. Uh, but also, ex- you know, to be able to explore, to immerse themselves into any destination, whether the destination is the cruise ship. Mm-hmm. They're looking for that immersive. They're looking for the, um, you know, kind of the wow factor to be able to. So a lot of them like to post and <laughs> many of them are influencers. So they're looking for that. But they're also just looking for that memory 
um, as well. And so we look at that a lot. But, we, you know, we talk, uh, I don't know if we, did we talk about excursions? We really didn't. But, you know, well, you said that they were, they were different. Uh, but, but, but on or off the ship, I'm on the ship, you have classes that are, are really, you know, for, for the psychographic that really wants to learn and, and, and do, you have that. We do. We have uh, our lectures on board. We have our culinary classes. So enjoy a 50-minute culinary class with our culinary chef. That and, and you, it's a hands-on cooking center. So you get to make whatever is part of that class. And whether it's a frittata or, um, or a, a special dessert, you get to make it. And then there's some excursions. So you're right, we didn't touch a lot on excursions. But I think that also sets us apart when, when a guest is looking to travel on Oceana. They are expecting you know, some of the finer things in regards to cuisine. But then off the ship, we want to make sure that it's equally immersive, um, equally exciting for them. So we have Go Local Tours. Go local tours are small tours, maybe about 12 guests where they, um, you know, maybe they're going to go truffle hunting. Uh, maybe they're going, you know, in Australia or New Zealand, sheep shearing, <laughs> right? Okay, right? So doing something different, um, visiting um, someone's local home, going to a pizzeria in Italy and learning how they make the pie, the pizza pie. So little things like that that, that set us apart. But we also have, um, you know, some go, some green um, local green tours. Uh, we have uh, Beyond Blueprints. And, and again, over 500 different excursions to choose from. So something for everybody. And, but you touched on green, and I know that the, the ships are continuing with, with your innovation. Uh, you've, you've stopped, uh, you know, the, the plastics. Uh, uh, your ships are being converted to take electricity off the pier. Anything else you can think of? Well, those are two really main components. And, um, you know, cruising in general, we're constantly looking at how we can um, support, um, you know, the, the environment. And again, the Vero water on board has been a huge success. So in all of your suites or staterooms, there's no more bottled water. You each get your own canister, your own bottle, and um, Vero water is provided for you throughout. And I think that's a really big component of of continuously evolving into that. Um, do you have, want to brag about any new itineraries coming up? Oh my goodness. We have some really great itineraries. But what I'd like to brag about is the launch of our 2025 Around the World uh, Cruise. It's a 180 days or 200 days. And the last time- Why so short? <laughs> kidding, keep going, keep going. Maybe we why cut so that. Short. I don't know. <laughs> no, why so short? You know, 180 days. We there's there's some competition, and some of our competition has 110 days. And we said, you know what? We want to have the longest around the world voyage, and we want to hit as many ports as we possibly can without repeating. So we went for 180 days, and it's been very successful. Six months out of the year. Um, but in addition to that, we know that there are some guests that maybe 100 days, 180 days is too long. So we've now started to introduce some larger grand voyages that are anywhere between 90 to 110 days. And that could be, you know, um, L.A. to Tokyo. Um, we have an L.A. to Sydney. We have some a lot of new itineraries. And, and I can't talk about some of the new ones coming out, but we have an amazing grand voyage that's coming out that everyone will. It's a it's a great twist. You'll so. tell us. Stay tuned. We'll let you know. <laughs> 
Yeah, so we might get there. Uh, and, and so the launch of our 2025 Around the World is September 14th. So I encourage you, if you have any clients that are interested, and I will tell you as a travel advisor, don't be afraid to, to suggest an Around the World voyage. There's many guests out there that it's on their bucket list. You would never expect that they would be interested in 180 days, but it's on a lot of consumers' bucket list right now. Gotcha. Well, let's start moving into sales now. That's This is your ballywick. This is your, your wheelhouse. <clears throat> so um, let's talk about, first of all, you mentioned that, that there was a global footprint and that your sales globally has uh, been unified. How does that help you? So the global footprint is that we all work under the same promotion. We have right now our public offer of O-Life Choice. Um, O-Life Choice is, allows you to choose. So you, we, we always talk about your world, your way. So now it's your world, your choice. Uh, you get to choose between either shipboard credit, a beverage package, or shore excursions. And um, it as a global footprint to know that we all have the same offer is very beneficial to every travel advisor across the globe because they don't have to feel like if you know if we do have some occupancy challenges they don't have to feel like they can find a better offer somewhere else Mm -hmm. everyone has the same offers the booking now post covid Mm -hmm. there's been a spike hasn't there there's been definitely we've had spikes throughout the year Mm -hmm. you know whenever we launch something that's typically when we have some big big uh, booking increases, but even with the vaccination changes this past week, we've seen increase in um, in our bookings. Uh, it just it just kind of depends, you know, we, we have our ups and downs, but the booking trends, what we're seeing is much further out and the grand voyages, the longer voyages is a huge component of, of Oceana right now. We've seen a lot of our guests that we didn't see in 2019 or before booking 30 40 day voyages right. and then again we thought maybe it would fall off right. given that you know maybe they had extra time and they hadn't traveled for two years but we're seeing those you know some of those same right. guests book even further out so into 2024 now they're also booking 30 day voyages so those trends again it it, it should be part of your um, conversation with your clients because it is definitely a, a big component of, of Oceana as well um, are there promotions that, uh, <clears throat> first of all, you want them to visit the ships? Are there FAMs? Are there things they should be aware of? And how can they get involved? Where, If they haven't worked with you before, uh, is there a URL and how do they get in touch? So you can always go to oceanacruises.com and in the bottom right-hand corner, you scroll down and that's where the Travel Advisor Center is. Uh, there's so much opportunity. Uh, first, Ellen, you talked about promotions. We, we've always had our O-Life choice. But we have some great promotions. We have our Labor Day sale that's coming up right now. It's actually August 30th to September 7th. Um, we have, uh, we'll, we'll have a Black Friday sale coming up as well. I don't have the dates on that. They now need to know and keep watching. And and I will tell you in regards to our promotions, the, the, the process with Oceana is that we don't offer a lot of promotions throughout the year. When we have uh, at the end of each quarter, uh, we offer a price increase, <laughs> where some of our, our competing cruise lines might lower their rates. We look at the best price that you can get is during our launch. And then as you continue get to get closer to that sailing date, the prices go up. So every quarter, you can utilize that and take advantage of that promotion that 
hello, any of your clients, this is an opportunity for you to book now because we don't know what prices are going to go up. And it's been um, highly successful for Oceana. And then I will tell you that how can you get involved? The best way to get involved is to go online. I mentioned the OceanaCruises.com. Go to the Travel Advisor Center. We have some wonderful classes in Oceana Cruises University. Uh, it doesn't take very long. It's maybe 45 minutes to an hour. We don't have a huge fleet. So to be able to learn two different yeah. classes of ships right now, three different classes coming on, uh, it doesn't take very long. I mentioned earlier, the you know, across the fleet, um, the restaurants are virtually in the same areas. Mm -hmm. uh, but then reach out to your sales team. Reach out to your sales directors. Uh, if, if you need to get in touch with me, you most certainly can. I'm, I'm certainly visible. But I have a team of 16 sales directors that work throughout um, US and, and Canada. And then we, we, um, we're there to help you if you need training. If you just wanna talk to us about some of your clients, we can certainly do that. The other thing that we love are groups. So we've really built uh, a good affinity program globally that we're very proud of and we're very excited. We're constantly evolving that as well. But that's another way a lot of uh, travel advisors not don't always think. About also, it. also, some of them are not used to it. And so if they and if they know that you'll hold their hand, maybe they'll take the plunge. Yes. And we will definitely hold your hand. Okay. We will take care of you. We will guide you as to what we feel are the best opportunities within the group's program. Um, and, you know, just to be able to market Oceana. If you're just starting out and maybe you're overwhelmed, uh, you know, start out slow and look at Oceana, read through the material, uh, take the classes, and just ask some questions. Because most of your clients are food clients, and that right there, um, suggesting Oceana, you know, we, would be a perfect fit. So, uh, so again, just, just think about Oceana when it comes to some of your clients, if they're into food and wine, that right there, you could just start there and suggest Oceana. I looked around for things like, what did we forget? Did you want to talk about uh, Tropics and Exotics launch? Yes, I mean, we can certainly do that. So the Tropics and Exotic launch, so we have our Around the World Voyage is in September, and then our Tropics and Exotics launch, which is um, fall of, or winter of 24 um, to 25, and that will launch in November. Okay. But what's your best advice to travel advisors? Because you've told them some advice, you, you have, but is there is there something else? And uh, how should they sell Oceana? So my best advice to Oceana is, uh, in regards to selling Oceana, is listen to your clients. Uh, if they are talking about a particular type of cuisine, if they're talking about a, you know some different fine wines, that's right the trigger, there. The trigger, trigger word. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So that would be my advice to think of Oceana as, as a, a I, I don't like to use this term, but the foodie cruise line, mm -hmm. right? At one time, it was so important just to know how to get out of COVID, mm -hmm. and now we're out of it. So what's your advice about that? What's the post-COVID advice? So the post-COVID advice is travel. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you've worked hard over the last few years uh, and it can, it can wear on everyone. So my advice is to travel with your clients, travel um, when you can, look at Oceana, suggest us. We are a wonderful cruise line and I can tell you your clients will 
very much enjoy sailing on Oceana. Thank you so much for speaking to us. So glad, so glad to be here, and I enjoyed this. I did. I'm glad <laughs> I did too. Anyway, this is Alan Fine for Insider Travel Report.